So tell me how something that is supposed to protect us from the horrors of war is here now inflicting unbearable, excruciating sounds of war into our homes and into our lives as though we don't matter at all, as though we don't even exist. I'm your host, Anthony Apodaca. In this episode, we're going to cover the Winooski City Council meeting that took place on September 7th, attended by the Vermont Air National Guard. This past March, the city of Winooski voted overwhelmingly, 67%, to urge the state to halt the F-35 training program. Christine Lott invited the Guard to discuss their operations and answer questions from the community. Governor Scott was also invited, but declined to attend. There were about 90 minutes of public comments, which I've cut down to about 30 for this episode. Every single person that spoke, about 30, argued against basing the F-35s in Burlington, and nearly every single person gave testimony to the pain and suffering that they experienced as a direct result of the F-35 program. There were no voices in favor of basing the F-35s in Burlington. If you want to watch the entire meeting, I pasted the full link in the show notes. The goal of this episode is not to provide commentary or analysis on what people said, but to consolidate what they said into a more digestible and shareable format. I'm putting this out there with the hope that it can be shared, shared with your friends, your family, with your representatives. The other day I was at the the coffee shop here on the Rotary. If you live in this area, I'm assuming that you you live close by, Um, you know the Scout um, coffee shop. There was a little girl there who was crying and I was on my computer, I looked up and um, I heard her parents saying, we don't know if they're gonna come over again. It's okay, don't worry. We don't know if they're going to come over again. And she, this little girl, about four year, four years old, was very distraught. Um, I said, is it because of the F-35s? Asked the parents. And they said, yes. I said, well, you know, in Winooski, you never know when they're going to be flying over. Sometimes it's weekends. Sometimes it's nights. We can look up, as you said, um, uh, online to find out. Um, but I have to say that what they told me was really interesting. They said, well, we're visiting and we thought we were under attack. We thought we were under attack. What I've discovered is that when I talk to people, their stories really tell me that the military is doing harm. The military should be protecting us. And for that, I appreciate them greatly but they should not be doing harm in our community. And to me, that is something that is so important. Just like Dr. Acklin talked about the child and the family visiting, I walked and talked to a grandmother who said, my daughter just had a baby and the baby wakes up screaming every time the planes fly over. I talked to someone else who talked about having PTSD and how when the planes fly over and that noise invades their space for quite a bit of time because they go in those pairs and they come one group right after another after another, how that triggers off issues for her. And this is the sort of thing I hear all the time 
But what is more important is that I worry about the children in our schools and the children in our community. And we know that this is causing damage. A lot of my students in particular have, have suffered a lot in their short lives. Many of them have diagnosed PTSD. You know, I, so I see how they're affected by these flights every day. It's really unfortunate that they're being harmed by the people that they're supposed to um, you know, trust and believe in. So I would like to ask that you please stop doing this in a very sensitive, densely populated part of the state. Please move them far away from us here. One of the things I really want to step, talk about is the effect on my kid when she walks home from school, just like today. I don't worry about her getting hurt or um, uh, her environment walking down the street. I worry about what's happening in her brain, in her ears when she's walking home from school, when those airplanes are flying overhead. I just don't want it in, right here. Why can't we do it somewhere else? Why can't we know when it's gonna happen? Um, on a day-to-day -day basis. And I was three blocks away from 9-11 in New York City when it happened. And every time an airplane comes overhead, I remember that day. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they're endowed by the creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I, I can't have a happy life in this community anymore. I've been here for 22 years. I've been engaged in the community. I sat on the planning commission in this community for six years. I care about this place. If I'm inside of my home with the windows closed, when they take off our land, I can't speak to anybody in my home. I can't participate in online classes because I can't hear the instructor. I can't do a telehealth appointment because my provider can't hear me and I can't hear them. I lose my focus during telehealth appointments. If I'm trying to talk to somebody about an issue, my focus is gone. Five minutes later, maybe it comes back. Maybe, maybe I can refocus again. And then more planes go overhead. And then five minutes later, more planes go overhead. And this happens every day, Tuesday through Friday. There's no way for me to escape it. I go to my work. I'm a business owner in Burlington. I go to my workplace. And in the afternoon, they're disrupting me at my work. I feel as though I'm being forced to leave the community that I love, the home that I've cared for and love, the neighbors that I love, and the lifestyle I've worked very hard to attain so that I can live in peace and quiet. But honestly, I'm going to have to leave this community if this continues. I can't live like this anymore. It harms my mental and emotional health to live in the flight path of the F-35s, and I'm asking you to stop training them here. I have witnessed F-35s flying over Landry Park on a beautiful sunny afternoon. It was extremely painful to watch about 25 kids putting their hear, hands on their ears and grimacing. And it felt very criminal. It felt assaulted to me, as I'm sure it did for their parents. So there lays a question. How do you soundproof a playground? The phrase, I believe in science, has been floating around now for the past several years. The science of the health effects of noise pollution from the F-35s is proven. You got to just check out the facts. To briefly name a few, there's a damage to hearing, there's a decrease in cognitive function and learning, and the F-35s now give a new meaning to the fight or, fight or flight response. Aside from not being able to run any business meetings from about nine o'clock in the morning till noon and from uh, one in the afternoon till three without the expectation of having to stop down uh, a phone call and reconvene a sales phone call 
um, 15 to 20 minutes later with the client that I scheduled. Aside from that, that's my own problem. It does it's no good. Um, my real question is specific. You talked about the foam and the environmental impact. My real question is if a plane does go down on Route 7, and even if it doesn't even hit a single house, please tell me what is the procedure that will happen, what happens in the city when that happens. I've been told there will be a one, I've been told because of the coating on the plane that it will take two weeks for that to burn out and that there will be an evacuation of a square mile. That's my understanding. I know that the city of Winooski is only one square mile. So that pretty much means every single person in Winooski will be evacuated in that scenario. I'm hoping you can clarify that specifically for me. I've owned my house on Weaver Street for 31 years. I'm directly under the flight path. I used to love living here. I still love my house, my friends, neighbors, this whole town. I don't want to have to move, but I hate living here now. It's unbearable for me. I now wear hearing aids. My blood pressure keeps going up. I'm more irritable than ever, stressed, tense, anxious. During the early pandemic, it was insane to work from home. It was impossible. And people have already explained that. And I have details of how impossible it was to have conversations with meetings during the times. It's just not possible. I, I don't know who is being able to, to actually talk to people when those planes are going over. And this is throughout the winter with doors and windows closed. No one could hear me, I can't hear them. I don't understand how sound mitigation is gonna work. It's ridiculous. Not only will it do very little, if anything, it's gonna take forever. I understand it's gonna take years for them to eventually get to my house. And who stays indoors all day, every day, all year long? <laughs> I shovel snow, I take walks, I walk the dog, I garden in the spring, in the summer, I sit on my front porch looking for some peace and quiet after a long day stressed at work. I don't understand how mitigation is gonna help when I spend a lot of time outside. So tell me how something that is supposed to protect us from the horrors of war is here now inflicting unbe unbearable, excruciating sounds of war into our homes and into our lives as though we don't matter at all, as though we don't even exist. I don't know, whatever benefit these jets are to some, they are disastrous to many of us. And I need you to hear that. I need you to understand or I need you to spend one day, one week, one month in my home while these planes are going over. And then tell me that you feel okay about what you're doing. And first I want to say, I am very grateful and commend all the good works that members of the National Guard do for the communities. That is a, a great thing and heartwarming. However, it does not diminish the harsh hardships we're having now because of the F-35. And I'll tell you my personal experience. I'm out a great deal because I'm retired and it's very nice to walk my dog often. But at certain times in the morning between 9.15 and 9.30, I forget to brace myself because something's coming and it comes and it freezes the moment I get my like a body cramp. I have to stop. If I happen to be bumped into someone to talk, we cannot talk this far from one another. We can't speak, we can't hear one another. And it, 
chases you from. And then I have to say, usually four or something, maybe three, four or over. I know there are going to be three or four more and have to stay braced. That is inhuman. That is beyond the human level to tolerate. And babies, I, I'm a retired teacher and I'm fortunate enough to live on a street where the middle school kids go back and forth to school. And I think if I were teaching, this would be one holy hell to have to get, it, get the attention back, the feeling of security, because you feel you're being attacked. I, I agree with somebody who spoke earlier. I sometimes feel I have to dive for cover. And that just isn't right. And I had to, I've made two road trips crossing the country through Nebraska, Nevada, all those places with wide open spaces. Vermont is little. I mean, there are places where F-35s can be going for miles and miles and miles and nobody will hear them. It's not Burlington, Vermont and Winooski, Vermont in South Burlington. I have just one question. You gentlemen can't answer it. You are not empowered to answer it. My question is for our legislators and our governor. My question is this, why are you not here tonight? I'm a primary care provider here in Winooski. I'm also a resident in Winooski. I've been here since 2004. Um, many people here have already corroborated some of the things that I'm going to tell you about. Uh, but what I want to impart on you is that when people are exposed to these noise levels, it's not just that you're hearing a loud sound temporarily and then you get over it. There are studies that demonstrate the neurohormonal changes to this type of noise that have long-term effects on learning and aversive behavior, as well as presenteeism, which is the ability to be present at the task at hand. And that has a negative economic impact. So in my practice, I'm regularly seeing patients who are describing the long-term effects of being exposed to the jet noise. You know, the last jet flew over, I think this morning, so it's been several hours and we're all still kind of worked up for it. That's, you know, there's actually a neurochemical basis for that. And it causes permanent neuromodulation in kids, meaning as they repeatedly are exposed to a stressor, they can have permanent changes to their nervous system that's gonna affect behavior and function down the road. And over time, that's not gonna change. So it's not really a question of if the F-35s are causing harm. It's to what extent are the F-35s causing harm? How many people are being harmed? And there's not research at this point coming from the government asking these questions. We're looking at possible environmental impact, what will happen if a plane goes down. But what we need to look at is what is happening to our most valuable resource, our children. And I feel like we're being put in danger to have this here. Um, when I go outside personally, I have air protection, you know, like people wear for chainsaws, but sometimes I forget it. And when I forget, and if I have mine, it muffles it so I can tolerate it. If not, I have to do this when they're, when they're intense. And some planes are more intense than others. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if it's the afterburners, but some are very, very intense. I'm, also, I'm here to also speak on behalf of um, Congolese family I know. 
and a Nepalese family I know, and they were in refugee camps in Burundi and in um, Bhutan. And they've been through a lot of trauma, these people in their lives. There are many, many people in this community that they're refugees, have been through a lot of trauma. And I'm speaking for them because they're too busy trying to survive to come here to this meeting. They don't like this. This is not good for them. This is probably, it's probably PTSD going on for them, like for some other people with this. I just, I'm hoping um, you all can find a different place to do your training flights. Uh, I know I'm still dealing with today's flights. Um, when it happens, my nerves hit the roof and it, it takes me a minute to, um, to get grounded. I do cover my ears and that does help. So, but it, it's, it's rough. Um, my neighbor can't walk her dog easily in our neighborhood because the dog is freaked out. Um, but most importantly, my other neighbor has trouble um, schooling her kids this past year. Uh, one of her sons has autism and it's, it, it's really hard for him to deal with. Her other son still has issues with it. His behaviors are affected by the noise. It's, it's tough for her. And we, according to the environmental impact statement, are in an area that was supposed to have been improved when the F-16s left and the F-35s came in. And I can tell you that the quality of life for those of us in the old East End is so greatly, greatly diminished. I can't even garden when they're coming over, but I, I'm standing there watching coming over in pairs and then one of them peels off and it's a real blue angels moment. And I think a lot of people get real excited. I can imagine the flyers are pretty excited about doing this too, but one of them peeled off and I swear to God started to turn over and shook a little bit and righted him or herself and did the, finish the peel off. And I was frozen thinking to myself, where I'm standing, trying to visualize it in a Google map and thinking, where would that have landed? It would have been maybe Winooski High School, maybe Essex High School, but it would have been in the middle of the where 160,000 Vermonters live. Do I respect your people? Absolutely, without fail. You are great people, you're fighters. I know what you do. I know when you're sent over into combat, and I totally appreciate it. I myself as a combat vet, disabled, but yet I respect you. I don't respect how you're running this area. I don't respect the individual and not mention names, but he had to have in the Senate, he had to have the F-35s come to Vermont. Prestige is all I can think of. This individual lives down in the state. He never hears them. Matter of fact, most of our legislatures live out of the area, so they never hear it. The poor people of Winooski, the poor people of South Burlington, they have to listen to this onslaught continuously. Why? Why are you using a runway so small? It's not an Air Force base where you have an ungodly amount of time to get in the air, and the people that live on the base are well aware of what they're going to tolerate. The people in Winooski, though, they never have. They put up with us every day, every day. 
And I think it's time to stop. In my line of work and what I try and strive to do in my life is um, that basic idea of, of do no harm. And sometimes I do have to harm or cause pain to maybe a patient for something greater or something that we're doing to whether it's a test, but for example, getting an IV is started to do a test. And that then leads me to think about risk and benefit. And if it is worth the risk or the harm to that patient for the benefit of the results um, or the outcome for that, that patient. And I really think, and I feel that it's, it's not the, the harm it, that's happening to our community is not, um, it's, it's not worth the benefit. And I'll tell you, I left because uh, I have a five-year-old daughter and I was so concerned about her cognitive development and her daily exposure to these loud noises that I thought the best way that I could protect her was to at least get us out of the, where we were living in Minuski, which was labeled unfit for residential use according to the most recent sound mapping. I wasn't planning on speaking tonight, uh, but there was one other gentleman, most notably a veteran, who did allude to one particular person uh, who is the source of this problem. I appreciate the fact that you gentlemen are here. I've been sent on these sort of junkets myself. You're not my opposition. My opposition is Senator Leahy and all the politicians who cover for him. We all know that he's serving nothing more than Lockheed lobbyists and ignoring the people of Vermont. As many of you have so eloquently said earlier, anyone that has to endure these flights from the ground day in and day out would never subject their loved ones to what we have to deal with here in Winooski. The noise mitigation plan is a farce and it's an insult. I feel for you. I really feel for you. It has to be embarrassing to come here and tell us that over 50 years, we may get some of our homes insulated while our playgrounds and our sidewalks and our outdoor eateries just get ignored. I, I deeply understand how embarrassing that must be. It almost makes the Winooski Dome idea for some of you that have been around seem reasonable. I resigned my commission when I no longer could carry out what was being asked of me in good faith. I'm not asking you to resign, but I am challenging you to stand with the people instead of making excuses for the powerful. That same challenge goes to all the city councilors who are on the screen tonight and not here in the room. And please, if your commanders aren't watching this, please share with them how embarrassed I am for them that they sent you instead of showing up themselves. Bought a house about six years ago, been in Vermont since 1988. Uh, my, both of my grandfathers were in the Air Force. I support what you guys do. Um, I don't want to say this to everybody. Like if you're anti-F-35, that doesn't mean you're anti-military. 
at all. And it doesn't mean that you're a snowflake or whatever you want to call us. Um, I'm nervous with my voice right now because I am also living through this sound. And when I am in the shower in the morning and I hear just a regular jet, I get scared. And then, I, and then I'm like, oh, it's just a passenger airplane right over my, but I start to get really nervous. I've lived here since 1984. The F-16s were pretty awful. I complained the first time I heard them going overhead to the National Guard, yada, 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 whatever. Um, these F-35s are just, you, you gotta come and come to my house. Come sit in my house when they're going over because the other day I said, I bet you I can scream as loud as I can and not even hear myself. And guess what? I did it successfully. I screamed as loud as I could. I couldn't even not hear, even hear myself. When those things go over, even if I'm mowing my lawn, I have to stop and plug my ears or I have to run inside, shut the windows and get a little bit of air protection. I can't imagine what this is doing to all the babies, infants, kids in this, in this area, because I think you're, you're damaging their hearing. And I wouldn't be surprised in five or 10 years, they'll have a study come out and they'll see that they have damaged everyone's hearing because I feel like my, my hearing is, my hearing has gotten worse because those things are just so loud that they literally make you shake. And my ears just rattle, my inner ears. I can just hear it rattling, even with my hands over them. Because to me, it seems like you just don't care. There's a lot of pain in the room. Like, that's obvious. It's hard for us to sit through this meeting. It doesn't seem hard for y'all to sit through this meeting. And it seems like what you're, what you're saying is that you're trying to mitigate noise and you're failing. But what you're really doing is just lying to everyone here. Thank you. Uh, first of all, are you aware that this is not just impact, as you said when you introduced yourself, but actual physical pain? and injury from the F-35 training in this densely populated area, that you're actually injuring and hurting civilians. Is there a military regulation that authorizes you to conduct training in a location where you are routinely hurting and injuring civilians? I think you should answer that question. I come with the hope that if enough of us keep voicing our dissent, we will eventually be heard. The impact of these planes will never be completely measured in numbers alone, but the cost is shameful. You've heard frustration, anger, and desperation. Every time these planes fly, it's not only deafening noise, but a painful reminder of the state and federal government's dismissal of our concerns. You've heard from many of my neighbors about the daily torments of these planes, and I hope by now you have even more clarity about the lingering impact of the daily onslaught of noise. The military claims to be defending us, but so many of us feel defenseless. Today they went over the Heinsberg Elementary School, and I was outside, and I didn't have enough time. There wasn't enough warning time for me to get inside. And so all I could do was put my hands over my ears and I could still feel the vibrations inside of my ears. And I could hear the children playing on the playground outside. 
who also hadn't had enough time to get inside. And I wonder what is going to be the extent of the sound measurements that you'll be taking to make sure that this doesn't impact communities all around the region. We're being expected to absorb harm, which you, the National Guard, the governor, the federal government, then say will be studied during and after the fact. That is entirely inverse to defending and protecting anyone. That is not honorable. That is not something to be proud of. Initially, the Air Guard said this wasn't the best place for it. And Leahy and others pushed it through. And I'm, I'm incredibly disappointed and disgusted by, by his actions and Bernie and others who haven't protected us. Um, I was thinking as we were going through this meeting that the only thing more harmful than the Jets might be the fact that when asked, the, the city council had no additional questions for the guard. Uh, I don't know what you guys are, what you guys are on about, but uh, it's pretty embarrassing to me, actually, that, that you couldn't actually come up with with a question for the guard when you you know full well the harm it's caused to the community that the council actually or the city passed a resolution overwhelming majority that your constituents are against this program and you're just sitting there i try to make sure that i am never outside here between 9:30 and 10:30 a.m. tuesday through friday and the first weekend of the month afternoon times are less predictable the sound of the f35s is terrifying maddening and painful. It registers deep in my body. I learned to stay inside after the attempts to cover my ears failed to shield the pain. I wear hearing aids and the sound ricochets around in my head. The worst impact I've experienced is hiking in Centennial Woods one morning with a friend last spring. The F-35s flew over and the sound bounced among the trees, intensifying its effect on us. There was no place to get away from it. I felt like I was in a war zone. Uh, in my estimation, the Vermont Air National Guard, with support of the federal delegation and state and local officials, have reduced the quality of life for me and my family. Clearly, that has been the case for many of my neighbors, too. The uh, near-daily assault instills a sickening anxiety in us as we uh, wait for the flyovers to end and uh, for the next ones to come. It's clear that the decision to install F-35 jets at BTV was made without regard for the well-being of people of Winooski, Burlington, and, um, and other cities. In short, you are actively causing harm to Vermonters, as others have said, the people you swore to serve and protect. Every time I hear those planes, I see my dead friends' faces, and you can't mitigate that. We aren't safer with these planes. They make our community and our world more unsafe in every way. And I want the people in the National Guard in this room to look into their hearts and assess their personal intentions for doing what they're doing and how they can do that. I just am wondering, have there actually been any studies um, done to show that um, this has had an, you know, the F-35s had had an economic impact that is positive to Chittenden County and are there any studies planned for the future? Because I think that would be really important considering how big and how important that discussion was um, in the lead up to the basing. Sometimes when they go over, the ground shakes and I can feel like, just like shaking. <clears throat> it's just so loud and just, it's awful. These planes could fly away tomorrow and the noise 
would be gone. So my question is, <laughs> who brought the planes? Like, who do we talk to? Who's going to take responsibility for this? 